Do you ever feel overwhelmed when it comes to running your business or maybe burnt out on feeling that there's so many things that you have to do, so many things that people are shouting at you are the right way to do this or do that, that you just want to like crawl under the covers, shut it down and not even think another minute about your business. If that is you, then this episode is for you today. I wanted to talk about overwhelm and how you can prevent it from happening. So stay tuned. I'm Carrie Carlisle, and I'll be the first to tell you that there's no one right way to build your business online. There's just a right way for you. After helping hundreds of coaches and course creators sell their programs, I've seen firsthand that success doesn't come in a one-size-fits-all package. And I'm here to show you that you can build your business any dang way you want and to inspire you with stories of different women who have overcome different challenges and have built their businesses in different ways. So let's dive in and help you create a life and a business that you love. This is the Choose Your Own Biz podcast. Welcome back to the podcast. I am super excited to have you here listening to this episode today. Um, We're going to talk about overwhelm, which I think is something that so many of us struggle with, especially when it comes to running our businesses online, trying to balance life and our business and other responsibilities that we have and all the things. It can feel very overwhelming. And this is something I have been hearing from so many people recently and so many people have been talking about it that I just thought, you know what, I'm going to go on and just chat about Something that I walked through with one of my clients to help her feel not as overwhelmed with everything that was going on in her life and her business. Now, I do have to say, just a little plug here, um, that before I dive in, if you're listening to this in real time, today is the last day to sign up for the Sales in Your Sleep program. So if you want to get leads and sales 24-7 for your business and create an automated funnel with mini offers, you can go sign up for that over at salesinyoursleep.com. Okay? Okay. So it was funny because I really struggled trying to figure out what I want to talk about with the podcast episode uh, because I'm at the end of my launch. Launches for me are super overwhelming. So full disclosure, (laughs) launching is not my favorite thing to do, which is kind of funny um, because I do help other people to do it. But I always try to push myself beyond the limits of what I should be. So um, if you look at the behind the scenes of my launch, (laughs) before I did my masterclass this time around, I was still prepping a new webinar. I was updating my sales page. I was up to like 232 nights in a row. And then the day after I did my webinars, I was completely out on my back in bed sick. And my husband was like, well, that's not surprising. You get sick after every single launch that you do. You just push yourself so hard to get all these things ready to make sure it's all what you think should be 100% perfect before you can put anything out there that you just overwork yourself. And so for him, it was like par for the course. He's like, I knew you're going to get sick. (laughs) And when he said that to me, I was like, huh, Yeah, that's actually probably pretty accurate. I do think that every single time I go to do a big launch of my own, I end up running myself into the ground and making myself just sick afterwards, which is not the way that we want to be running our businesses, right? We want it to feel light and breezy and easy and casual. And as I was thinking about this this past week, I've thought about this a lot, actually, because at the same time, there are other things that go on besides our launches or our business and our lives, right? We have kids, we have responsibilities. Like, you know, I have kindergarten orientation tonight for my little one. And uh, there's 
end of the year dance competitions and dance rehearsals and oh my gosh, everything that goes along with recital. There's so many other things that I have on my plate right now. And I know that that's how it is for all of us. It is not just our business. We are human beings who are having our lives. Um, Maybe there's other things that you're involved in, like your community or your church or whatever it is. You have things outside of your business. And it is so easy to to fall into this trap of just feeling overwhelmed and, and like we're splitting all these plates and we're just ready for one to drop, which is part of the reason that I love automation, right? That's part of the reason I teach it is so that you have something that keeps running for you so that you can juggle all the other things in your life. But sometimes I don't think that we allow ourselves, especially as women, if you're listening to this and you are a woman, we don't give ourselves enough space, enough credit, enough grace to just step back and say that it's okay. It's okay if I don't get everything done. This doesn't have to be done by this date. I don't have to do X, Y, Z in order for ABC to be successful. Sometimes I think that we get caught up in all of the messages, all of the things that tell us we have to do and live up to a certain expectation in order to be successful that we get worked into this sense of overwhelm. And um, I've seen this in my newsfeed lately, like I said, from a few entrepreneurs talking about how, you know, one of them was talking about how she had this big event that she was going to do. She was going to do it live. And then the night before she ended up being um, in the ER with her kid. This is Rachel Rogers. If you haven't gone and checked out her book, um, We Should All Be Millionaires, fantastic book. Go get it right now. Go to your Target, go buy it. I'd love it. Um, But she had sent out an email, I thought this was so admirable, saying, you know what, we're going to move this big old training that I had for you because she had a life happen. Um, And uh, so that was one message that I got this week. I had another person talking about how they were just burned out from the year and they had been in hustle mode at the same time teaching other people not to hustle. <laughs> and um, and then I even was working with one of my clients of just feeling, you know, her sense of overwhelm about all the things on her to-do list that she needed to have done while she was dealing with other things. And so it really just got me thinking that maybe today, in the midst of finishing up my launch, which is always a little bit overwhelming, (laughs) full disclosure, um, and hearing other people feel overwhelmed, I just wanted to kind of help you through a process that I do do that has been really helpful for me as a perfectionist to try and make things not as overwhelming. And I still, I am still working on this, but it is a process that has helped. It's a process that I walk my clients through and I thought, why not share it today? And hopefully it will help you if you're feeling overwhelmed in your business and your life. And I shared a little bit of the strategy, maybe like at the beginning of your planning. So the first thing is to acknowledge that you are a human being and that is okay. That means you are not perfect. You do not have to do it all. You cannot do it all. So this is where we have to set aside what do you really want to prioritize in your life? So this first step is acknowledging that you're human. And the second step is deciding what are the things in my life? Let's look at like maybe the next 90 days. What are the things in my life that I absolutely have committed to and want to show up to? And where am I going to take space for myself and for my family? A lot of times this is where the biggest priority is, right? So like for me, for instance, 
I know that my girls have dance recitals the week of the first week of June. So I know that on those days, I am going to be in full dance mom mode, doing the hair, doing the makeup, making sure we get to all of the places on time for the pictures and all that sort of fun stuff, right? So if I'm sitting down, I want to make sure that those times when I, the times that I cannot get back with my family are going to be the most important things to me. So I will put them on my calendar, block them out, treat them as the holy grail. Nobody can touch that. Nobody can change that, right? That's the thing that you want to map out first is what are those things that you need to show up for with your family, for your health, for your well-being, and be honest with yourself about the time that it's going to take too. So like for me, if I'm prepping to be dance mom that day, I can't say I'm going to be working all the way up until three. Uh-uh. I got to like quit at 12. <laughs> Otherwise, um, I will start to be like frantic trying to get everything done. So first, when you map all of that out, you can better see the time that you have that you can allot to your business and other things. The second thing would be to write down what you are committed to. What is it that you've already said yes to in your business where you want to truly honor your word? Now, if you look at some of these commitments that you've made and you think to yourself, you know what? I really can't be a part of that affiliate launch or I really can't be a part of that summit that I said I could be part of. Then if you feel like you're not giving your best or you just don't have the energy to do that, have a real conversation with that person that you committed to doing it for, right? Sometimes if it's something like affiliate launch, they may not even know your name and you can easily back out. But if you're already committed to something, just talk to, to the person that you're committed to if you feel like you can't live up to the commitment that you've made. I recently did this where I promised to be on somebody's um, show and I said, look, I didn't realize I needed to push other things back. Uh, and for my own sanity, I want to make this like a win for you and a win for me. Can we do this a different day? They were totally understanding. They put me on a different day. People are a lot more understanding than you give them credit for. So map out all of your commitments. And then if there's something where you feel like maybe that isn't the best use of your time right now, or you really can't show up 100% like you want to be, then have a conversation with that person and see if you can change something up. Okay. Then I want you to brain dump all the goals that you have. Just just get them out there. Like all the things that you want to do in your business. What are they? Do you want to like do a mini course? Do you want to start a membership? Do you want to launch a course, a group coaching program? What is it that you want to do? Just, you know, vomit it all out on paper to see all the ideas that you have in your brain. Because I think part of the time as entrepreneurs, we always have the ideas turning in our head. We cannot turn it off. Even when we're on vacation or in the middle of the night, have you ever had it? I mean, raise your hand where it wakes you up in the middle of the night and you're like, dang it, I just want to sleep. Can I sleep? Um, so write it all down of what you might like to accomplish. And then really focus on one or two things in the immediate future that you would like to implement. Now, there's not saying that you couldn't do all the other stuff later, but just focus on those one or two things for maybe the next 90 days that you're going to focus on getting done, that you're going to focus on selling to people, and that's going to be the main source of people coming into your world. So that right there eliminates part of the overwhelm because you're not now looking and saying, I have 300 ideas and I want to do them all at once right now. Focus on the ones that feel the easiest to you, the lightest to you, and spark the most joy when you go to do them, okay? Now, 
kind of look at your schedule. This is like step number four. Look at your schedule based on what you have and then kind of map it in, but owning your energy levels. So it is unrealistic for me to say that I'm going to go on a two-week vacation and then the very next day I'm going to get right back into it because I know that with three kids, <laughs> I'm going to need a vacation after the vacation. So kind of plan out your schedule of when you think you could energetically be able to get these things done. This is working within who you are so that you don't feel as overwhelmed or as overworked. Now, this is coming from a place where I... I am the first person to tell you that I always, always think I can do twice as much as I really can in a day. I have worked very hard to find the things that allow me to feel accomplished uh, because I will think I can do 10 things when I can only do five. So one of the things I recently got that has actually been helpful for me is I started using the full focus planner and I used to use a different planner, but it would just have me like put my goals down for the day. And like I said, I would I would pick like 10 things to do. So the full focus planner has me pick three. Like if I only get these three things done, I'm giving myself the grace to say that it was a good day for accomplishing things. And if I get the other stuff done, kudos, bonus points for me. So really kind of assess what you can get done in a day realistically and set your goals around that for when you're going to schedule things in. Now, number five is an interesting one. And I've talked about this before, but especially when we are in the marketing space, we are being marketed to a lot. And all of us, if we're selling something online, we are in marketing. A part of our job is to market what we have, to sell what we have. And so it is very easy to fall into every single marketing message that comes our way. I mean, raise your hand if you are a chronic webinar listener, challenge goer, like freebie downloader. My guess is there's a lot of hands raised on the other side of this podcast <laughs> for all the listeners. It is fantastic to learn, but at the same time, we have to be judicious about how we spend our time and what we allow in. And I think this is where a lot of feeling of overwhelm comes in, especially if you're newer to this business, because everybody's going to tell you that their way is the right way. Everybody's going to say, this is what you need to focus on, not that. And so all of a sudden you have 20 different must to, have to, need to items on your to-do list that really aren't must to, have to, need to items. They're just what different people has worked for different people and what different people's opinions are. You're going to get a different opinion about any sort of method from anybody else, right? So you know me, I'm all about automation. Someone else might be like, oh, automation is so um, unfriendly and unpersonal. So you really need to, to take this. What I recommend, I'm not even going to tell you you need to do this, but what I recommend is looking at what it is that you want to feel like in your business, looking at what's coming in like the next 30, 60, 90 days, where can you energetically show up? What is important for you to learn right now? How do you want to run your business? So if you are focusing on just Instagram, then maybe now is not the time to pick up that shiny YouTube course on the corner, right? Or to learn how to podcast. Maybe now is just your time to really up your Instagram game because that's where you can focus your energies on. If you have courses and marketing strategies that come into your world that don't align with what you are currently trying to put out, the strategy that you've put in place to be able to sell your offers, then don't get it. 
just don't buy into it. This was this was a huge game changer for me specifically this year. So I set out with a very specific strategy. I know exactly what I want to have done and accomplished by the end of this year. So when it came to buying courses, every single course that I saw came my way, I evaluated, is this part of my goal for this year? Or is this just going to be some shiny object to do it? So that's how I went into my thinking. I've bought three courses. They all align with my goals. I don't really see buying anymore this year. Um, so that is something that I think that we just need to be aware of. And sometimes too, what I've actually done is I don't go on Facebook anymore. <laughs> so funny, I'm a marketer, but I took Facebook app off my phone. I'll go in and check like the groups and things that I run. But I was getting inundated with so many messages and so many marketing that it was just noise. And cutting out that noise for me was very, very helpful. So that's another way to help you feel less overwhelmed in your business. And then the last thing that I wanted to mention is this idea of perfectionism. We feel, or maybe you don't feel this way, but I know a lot of people feel this way, that you have to be perfect before you can put something out there. That your value only is creating something shiny and perfect that people absolutely love. You have to have all the answers. You have to have the beautiful front store window shop that everyone can see. But the truth of the matter is the value that you provide is not wrapped up uh, in the wrapping on the outside package with the bows and the bells and the whistles. It is what's inside the box. So the value that you provide to your customer, it doesn't have to be perfect the first time around. The whole idea is to get it out there, make sure that you're helping people. So it's really helpful to kind of sit back and think, what is the most minimal way that I can serve other people? I can teach them, I can get them the transformation, I can help them without all the fancy bells and whistles that allows me to get this offer out there, earn revenue and change lives. Because when you strip away a lot of that stuff, all the shiny things that we see, we don't really need them in order to be successful in our business, but we feel, we feel this pressure that we have to do it. So I'll give you an example where I didn't listen to this, <laughs> right? Is um, in my, when I was doing my launch, I felt like I had to make sure that I offered text messaging and messenger messaging. And I had to have like a whole flow because that's one of the courses that I teach is about how to use ManyChat and Messenger. And it was adding one more thing to the time crunch that I needed to do. And I got it done. But was it something that I absolutely had to have? No, it, it wasn't. It was something that just added an extra layer of stress that may or may not have really helped me in the long run with what I was truly trying to accomplish, which was to get people engaged in the class and learning the material that I was teaching. So take a minute to really evaluate, is there a simpler way to, that I can do this? Is there something that doesn't require as much time, energy, effort on my part? On the flip side of that, um, let me talk about tech for a minute, <laughs> because I know this this is a little bit longer. I, I'm just jamming here. I don't even have a list to talk about. Um, but let me talk about tech for a minute because I love tech. I love automation. I love tools. But here is what I'm going to tell you. The true secret is if you are not a super techie person, <laughs> then trying to find the latest tech tool software or, or trick can be a overwhelm in and of itself. So you don't even have to have the most automated system when you're starting out. 
you can just do simple things like being able to create a Google Doc for your sales page and then send people who are interested a PayPal link to pay you. It's okay not to have all the fancy bell whistles of a sales page even or an order form or any sort of software. That is not necessary to people's transformation. So if there's something that is holding you back and stressing you out and you're feeling overwhelmed about doing it, ask yourself, is there a simpler way? Do I have to do it this way? Or is there something else that I can do it a different way? So the last thing, the true, true last thing I'll say is the one thing that I'm working on that the universe has been telling me in multiple ways. I was just telling my coach this today. Like I was going to therapy um, a few weeks ago and everything that my coach said, my therapist ended up saying like in the same week. And I was like, okay, we get it. Week after week, I was hearing the same thing over and over again. And the main theme of it was to take care of yourself first. This is something I am horrible at. I have to tell you, I'm not really great at taking care of myself first. But I do feel like that's an important message to share and something that I am trying to do little by little. Like I started taking walks in the morning and I didn't realize how a 10 minute walk around the block could really clear out my head. That's all. It was just 10 minutes. That's what my therapist challenged me to do. And it was so, so helpful And so self-care doesn't have to look like a huge spa day or anything crazy. But if you're taking at least a little bit of time to have that mental space and clarity and to even just not even think about business if you can help it, that will allow you to be able to balance and feel less overwhelmed with everything that you have going on in and of itself. So that's it. That's what I want to share with you today. All about overwhelm. I know it was a little bit longer because I just... Like I said, I'm just jamming on it. I'm not even, I didn't have a bullet point or anything. But I felt like it was really important for me to talk about because I do feel like we put so much pressure on ourselves as business owners. We have the ability to be able to try something and for it not to work. We have the ability to be able to start again, to push back deadlines, to have some freedom and flexibility. That is why we have an online business. So allow yourself the grace and allow yourself as your own boss, give yourself permission to make mistakes and to be able to do things a little bit differently and to show up when you need to and to reserve your energy when you need to and to take a day off when you need to. Okay. So that's what I wanted to share. I hope it was helpful. Um, I have some really exciting things coming up on the podcast in the next few weeks. Some really, uh, we're going to start doing interviews, uh, with some great coaches and mentors of mine. I'm really excited about that. So, uh, tune in next week and I hope that you have a fab day. Raise your hand if you want to get sales day in and day out from quality leads who are perfect for your signature program or higher ticket offers. Be paid to build your email list with customers instead of you paying to fill your list with freebie seekers. Move beyond organic marketing and have a way to immediately cover your ad spends so you can scale your business. Take the risk out of running ads to fill your higher ticket offers or to make the affirmation money flows easily to me a heck of a lot easier to believe by having sales pop up in your email every day. If you are sitting there with your hand up in the air saying, uh, yes, please, then you're definitely going to want to check out my free class on adding mini offers to your business. Inside of this free class, I'm sharing what everybody's getting wrong about mini offers and why it's keeping you from success 
how to leverage a 24 seven sales system using mini offers to get more people in your courses, programs, or services with less risk to your wallet. Why you don't have to have an evergreen webinar at the end to make it successful and how to make building a 24 seven sales system simple by using the sharp framework and how to get my help to do it. So if that sounds like something you are interested in learning and seeing the real raw numbers and strategy behind how I use mini offers in my business and with my students to be profitable, then sign up for the class at salesinyoursleep.com and I'll see you there.